Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. What? Okay, you guys. Welcome back to the Freemore Productions podcast. I am here with Black Market. Hey. Um, can y'all individually shout yourselves out? Let the people know who is who. Well, I'm Mike Mitch. Uh, you know, president of Black Market. Uh, manager of Star K, motivator of D Ray. <laughs> Keep everything in line, man. That's all I do, man. Make sure these talents is uh, well received and and marketed to the world. Mm-hmm. Oh. Shoot, I'm D Ray, <laughs> co-owner of Black Market Movement, artist, hey. father, father. <clears throat> What? Hey, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 it's always my fault. I'm trying to make sure everybody can get, you know, you don't, they don't want to look at the wall. Right. Oh. <sighs> I'm just trying to be, you know, professional. All right, let's go. Star K. Hey, Star K, artist, um, Co- also co-owner of Black Market, um, father. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm a daddy too. Yeah, all fathers, <laughs> all kings. We here, man. It's a it's an honor and a privilege. Okay, so what exactly is Black Market? Man, besides a movement. Oh man, uh, well, start out with Ray. You want? Is it a gang? No, no, it's not a gang, man. <laughs> it, can, it can be a, a gang of creatives. <laughs> it's a gang of creatives, you know what I'm saying? And that uh, we're just trying to take it to another level and involving, you know, a lot of different creatives and, and you know, a part of what we got going. But to be politically correct, I'm gonna let yeah, we, pretty much like a full service entertainment company. But you know, we're pretty much focusing now on motivating and being more influential in in the community pretty much Dallas. Um, just trying to make it happen, man. Great. Um, so today's topic is crabs in a bucket. Mm. And uh, I really want to speak on this topic due to the fact of the passing of uh, Nipsey Hussle well, yeah. and what yeah. happened to him. Um, you know, at first everybody was like it was a conspiracy, and then we found out who really did it, and it was like, damn, here we go again. Like, still a conspiracy, but still one. I was just gonna say, do we know? <clears throat> do we really know? You know what I'm saying? So, and we just look at the history, yeah, of just that neighborhood and stuff, and what, what happened in the last ten years, and what happened in the last four years. You know, since Nipsey really doing this thing, and that that that's not that's a conspiracy. Just look at the, we can look at the trial and see that's some other shit going on. You feel me? So, uh, being from that section, from that area, you know, I definitely see it bigger than that. And everybody in the city sees it's bigger than what they're trying to make it seem. You feel me? So, so when you say that it's bigger than <clears throat> what it is, it's still crabs in the barrel type of mentality, though. You know what I'm saying? Because we do anything for a damn dollar. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what I mean, think about who, who took down Martin Luther King, who took down Malcolm X. 
know what I'm saying? So they, they always make it look like it's us when it's not really us, but we do anything. It's us because we do anything for a dollar. Can I cuss? We do anything for a dollar. Yes, you, know you can saying? cuss. Yeah, I know. You know, you do some swinging. I, I, I cuss a lot <clears> to <throat> get my, my point across. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have great intentions, you know? As we all do. Um, so with the crabs in the bucket, how do we find a solution for this issue? And if no one knows like what exactly a crab in a bucket is, it's pretty much a mentality. It's a state of being. Um, the bucket is pretty much the environment, I like to think of it as. And the crabs is pretty much trying to get out of that bucket. But instead of like coming together as a team to get out, um, they pretty much keep each other down. Right. So it's like nobody's going anywhere. It, it, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter at the end of the day because nobody goes anywhere. If we like literally find each other to get to the top. Right. So, what is the solution to that? Like, how can we solve that? How can we solve this issue? Because I, I, I also before I went live, I uh, posted this on Facebook, and somebody made a valid point. Somebody said that the crowds are not the issue. It's the fucking bucket. So, do we get rid of the bucket? Well, if you say the bucket is our community that we live in, you can't get rid of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just got to gotta better that. But the crabs is what made the bucket fucked up in the first place. Right. You feel me? So, if everybody's trying to get out the bucket, you know, see, we just have to, that last one at the bottom going to have to get pulled up by the hands. You, know, you feel what I'm saying? So, it's not the environment, I say. It's just how we treat the environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we can go we can go in somewhere nice and still... You know what I'm saying? If our mental ain't right, we still fuck it up. Yeah, and if the bucket is the environment, I should I say just create a bigger bucket. Because you got so many crabs, you know what I'm saying, on top of each other trying to get out. If you widen that bucket or that environment and make more, you know, opportunities, then of course you wouldn't have so many climbing on top of each other trying, trying to get out. Trying to get out, of course. Trying to stay in. It's like survival mode. And I feel right. like we've been in survival mode for so long. It's kind of like, in that mode, it's kind of like an eye for an eye. Nobody really mm -hmm. think about the consequences that come um, after doing your brother and sister wrong. And most importantly, nobody think about the bigger picture. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, we all, we pretty much all grew up in the hood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the fact that we still... Even though we was living in those conditions, it was still a home, and we still made a home out of it. So I I definitely feel like in most cases you can turn a bucket into like like Ray say like a bigger bucket, or you can turn it into a home. Right. Um, but how the fuck did we get there in the first place? Because crabs are not yeah. conditional. Conditional. One hundred percent. Even if you go back to like slavery days uh, on the compound or uh, where the slaves were kept. You mentioned survival mode. So to me, it was twisted on us to, to go into survival mode because if you look at the, the grand scheme of things, it was it was more slaves than it was owners on the plantation, right. right? They flipped it because, hey, if these people rise up, if they stick together, if they come together, then we're in survival mode. Then they're no longer in survival mode. Now they're in, you know, adaptation mode. So they're adapting to what we're giving them. So if it's more slave I mean if it's more slaves than slave owners if they keep us in that same mindset if they keep us in that you know uh, separation segregation let's let's hold them over here let's move the wives over here and the husbands over here let's move the children over here it, it puts us in a 
survival mode. It puts us in a now we have to fight back mode instead of a thinking ahead mode. So right. that that came back from that. What you just that said area. is the key. It's the mindset. Yeah. You know it is saying? the mindset. So it's like I was watching life yesterday. And then he's like, man, we ain't got no fences here. We ain't got no wires here. We got what we call gun the gun line, line boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in your mind, you're like, okay, you go past that line, you're going to get your ass killed. So already mentally, you're like, I'm not even going to go nowhere because I, I do want to live here. Although, you know, I could be here falsely. I could be, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, it's our mental. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk about the R. Kelly joint. Why them girls ain't leaving? It's mental. It's the mental. You know what I'm saying? We held captive by our, you know what I'm saying? By, by, by our brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, our mental condition, that's why we say we're mentally ill. Like, we suffer from a lot of PTSD. Yourself for a lot of mental illness just because of the shit that we've been that we've been through. Right. Like, I, I, like, <clears throat> back back to your bucket. You how you how you big up South Dallas, right? You love South Dallas. I feel mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? If everybody in South Dallas felt the way you felt about South Dallas, South Dallas would be a dope ass spot. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I posted a post like maybe a day or two ago saying man, everybody won't be saved and everybody won't get the message. You feel me? So you just kinda 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 like uh focus on the ones who who wanna listen. And I, I totally uh believe in it. Because I feel like if we chase those that that's not even trying to get the bigger picture, I feel like we're wasting time and energy. We can we can uh, take that energy and use it towards those that get it or even trying to understand, like right. taking out the time to understand. Right. Um, I definitely feel like that mentality is uh, it's horrible to our, our community. And I see it a lot. Like instead of people feeling inspired, they'll take it and turn it into hate. And it's like, especially people that move in in, in purpose and passion. I, I believe those people, if you come to them and you ask them for inspiration, they would give it to you. You don't necessarily have to hate on them to get right, to the right. top. And I was watching um the Breakfast Club interview with Mano. I love his interview right yeah i love his interview i love the way he think right. um he said that niggas would like take out the time to um kill you and what you got going then using that energy to elevate themselves mm-hmm. and i'm like okay we keep talking about this yeah, everybody <clears throat> everybody feel the same way right like everybody not doing the work right you know I mean? exactly yeah so we we gotta do the work because he also said which i think is like I don't think it helps us at all. He said that when he started um, elevating and getting the cars and the and the chains and shit, he went back to the hood to show people, like, listen, like... This too is possible. This is possible, but to me, that's... A lot of people take that as flexing. Yeah. If you're not giving them... No, no. resources right. and opportunities, then your so flex don't mean, yeah. don't mean shit. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to Nip. Right, they killed Nip. Right, what was he doing in the city? What was he doing in the community? Where, 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 they, where they kill him at? Spot where he owns. He, he had the vector 90. He's getting ready to build low income housing for the people in the neighborhood. He's getting ready to do uh, build a school for to learn technology for these kids in the middle of white gentrification. You got the LA Rams, you got the LA uh, motherfucking, uh, Chargers, you got Lakers, you got all this. You know, they've been in downtown LA. He's used to be scared about and move scared about somewhere else. So, you know what I'm saying? Are you, try, you trying to build, keep your people here while I'm trying to get you out? You know, I'm trying to get you out this motherfucker. Right. You feel me? So, <clears throat> that's why I think it's always a bigger picture to me. You know what I'm saying? I just see things differently. So, when you kill, like, like start singing a song, you kill the head, the rest of the body is dead. So, if you kill somebody who's actually a leader in your community, you know what I'm saying? If you take them away, you have nothing else to look up to. You have nothing but, like, memories and hope. Like, oh, he, he would have done this. He would have did that. Mm-hmm. Nobody else going to take Who else going to take that? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to look in the mirror and say, okay, instead of saying who, why not me? 
But also, Tupac also said that if I'm not the one to change the world, then I'm going to spark the person that's going to change the world, the mind of the person that's going to change the world. I feel like even though Nipsey is gone, then somebody got to pick up the torch. And I believe somebody will. I, think I believe because we, 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 we plan on doing the same thing. For our for the community, like I'm not from here, but I love here. You feel right. me? So I feel, I feel like this is my home. So I want definitely want to help, you know, any way we can. You know what I'm saying? Doing something totally different, and sure. and, and also I want to own some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I posted a video yesterday, man, when Nipsey was talking about man, it's not it's, it shit may look good, violence and change, but it's about man. I want access, some real true ownership. And I remember an interview. He said, man, I, I want no reparations. I just want access. Right. Just the same thing they got. Mm-hmm. Just want access to be able to get it. So I can take care of my people the way you take care of your people. Right. This is all you know what I'm saying. So that's that's where we, that's where we at right now. So, how what is the first step of like changing the mindset of those that don't see the bigger picture? To, to me, um, to me, and I just had a conversation with one of my partners the other day on Facebook. <laughs> he woke up and he posted. Uh, Normally, I'd be with the shit, but you know, since the nip situation, I kind of you know scaled back and looked at my life and said, you know, that's not the route I want to take. But he woke up and he said, you know, uh, from here on out, I'm giving the same energy that I get. And I was like, you know, you can't have that mindset because you got to understand what gave that person that energy. Right. Something gave that person that energy. And once you understand what gave that person that energy, then you can attack what gave that person that energy instead of attacking that person. Because a lot of people are reactive. So if I feel like you coming at me, I'm going to be reactive. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like you, you're trying to help me and help the situation, then I'm not going to be reactive towards you. I'm going to be reactive towards what we're talking about. So sometimes we got to scale back and understand, well, why you feel that way? Why you feel like if somebody give you that energy, I'm going to give it back in return? Because if that's the case, then we just go pass energy on. We pass a negative energy on because if I get bad energy from you, then shit, you turn around and give it to Ray. He turn around and give it to Mike. Nobody's holding nobody accountable. We're not stopping that, that bad energy from traveling. But if I take the time and say, Bree Moore, what's going on? What's happening? Why your energy change? What, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? What's the, you know, we need to come up with a solution. And you say, you know what, man, I woke up this morning and I was in a bad mood because of this. And we talk about it. We come up with a solution for it instead of just saying, okay, well, Bree Moore, you bullshit. And I ain't fucking with you today. Right. We had that mentality. That right? canceling shit yeah. that everybody's doing yeah. nowadays. Like, oh, you canceled. You canceled. Yeah, you out of here. To no, me, I'm that's total time. bullshit. Well, that's bullshit. Because at the end of the day, um, I feel like we all need to have patience with each other. Because mm-hmm. all, all of us have been through some shit. Because a lot of shit has been passed on from generation to generation to generation where we got to literally, like, cut those chains off. Gotcha. And... um. Yeah, I just feel like we don't have patience with each other. And I learned that with kids. I'm still learning. When I had my son, my patience was like, I'm a futuristic thinker. So I would hate for someone to not have the same patience that I have with Ajani. You know, with my son. And then turn around and not give that same patience to another child. So I had had Ajani and then I ended up getting an after school program. And I had to put myself as a mother, like, okay, I want to give these kids the energy that I would love for somebody else to give to my son. Mm, And once I looked at it like that, it's been a whole different situation. And I feel the same way about, I feel the same way about everything now. Like 
you know, even with like black men and black women and entrepreneurship, it's like, okay, I see that you low key hating, but maybe you just don't know who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me reach out to you and invite you yeah. to an event. Yeah. So we Pretty can much. sit down and we can talk and, and then bread. and break bread together. Yeah. And then, yeah, because to me, it doesn't make sense at all. Blocking that energy. That's that's yeah. what it, that's what you're doing. You're just blocking that negative energy. Right. Because if I'm not giving you the same energy that you're giving me, then where's where's the problem going to lie? Now you got to come up with a whole other problem because I'm not feeding into what you're telling me. I didn't I didn't jump right into you saying, well, well, fuck Bree Moore. You know what I'm saying? I see her out here in the street and I say, hey, come out to the next show. I want you to be my guest. Fuck, bro, I got you. Tickets normally twenty five dollars, but I got you. You're on the guest. Yeah. Now what's the problem? Now they got to come up with a whole other problem. Yeah, exactly. They got to come with a lie. Right, and then, hey, you got to be a lie. And then once it gets to the, that point, it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to let you be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really important for me. Yeah, because you know I, I can't move say with or without you. You know what I'm saying? But I would definitely love for you to, you know what I'm saying, hop on what I got going because this can spread. But at the same time, everybody's not going to be saved and everybody won't get the message. So let's, let's picture it. Us in in the bucket as a crowd, what would you do? Man. Like literally, what would you do? First of all, I've I've been in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm still in the bucket, but I chose the people that were in the bucket that had the same goal that I had. So when I was in that bucket, I reached out to Ray Lafleur. Me and Ray Lafleur went to high school together. Uh, I I think it was guy written. So I reached out to him like, hey, man, this is what I want to do. This is what I have plans for. And he, I know he was always an educated person from high school. Um, so he said, hey, man, that's a dope idea. Let's run with it. And, you know, Mike was always managing me for the music side. I'm like, man, I got a guy from Cali, smart, know the music side of stuff, know the business side of stuff. Let's reach out to him. So I instantly, you know, if I was in the middle of the bucket, I grabbed Ray. And that pulled Ray up to the middle, right? So now Ray is on top of me. So I went and grab Mike and and Ray grabbed Mike, put him on top of him. So now I'm at the bottom, but we're pulling each other up. So we slowly turned that crab in the bucket to a chain, a, a link chain. Mm. So, you know, it's uh it's just a way to do it. Would you would, would you get out of the bucket and leave the bucket and go to another situation, your natural habitat, or would you stay in the bucket and try to and elevate I the bucket? Duplicate the bucket. Right. If I if I got the chance to duplicate what I did in this bucket and show somebody else how to duplicate it in this bucket, then, you know, that's that's how the rich get richer. That's how the, the wealthy stay wealthy. And when I say wealthy, I don't mean financial wealth, like spiritual wealth. That's how you spiritually stay wealthy. If I'm showing you what I did to get out of this bucket or to expand this bucket, I hope you take the same thing and do the same over mm -hmm. here in your neighborhood. So if I expanded Pleasant Grove and I say, hey, Brie more look, this is what I did to get the Grove out here. And you take that same thing and do it to South Dallas and that spread to North Dallas, then we did our job. All right. Right. What would you do if you was in the bucket? Same thing. Same thing. Um, I just have to really, you know, somebody got asked every every question. You know what I'm saying? Where's this bucket going? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you start seeing the behavior of some people that's inside that bucket. If everybody not thinking like like Ray and Star, I'm gonna leave the motherfuckers in that bucket. And we gonna go, you know, the ones that's thinking like like minded, we going to another bucket. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to build something and you know people that ain't going to appreciate it. They're going to tear it back down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it just, but <clears throat> at the same time, we got to educate. I think a lot of times when we get a lot of people of the same mind, opposite from those with a common goal, you have a lot of rowdies. You know what I'm saying? So everybody not going to be on the same page. Everybody too turned up. If you get, say, you know, say, right, 
You know, I see him. I see he got potential, but around his homies, he a different guy. So I'm just gonna put him to the side. I think mm-hmm. one by one. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you gotta do it like that. It take a long time, but what's, what's the end game? What's the goal? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that you said that patience. You gotta have that patience with this with this game right mm-hmm. here because they not stopping. We gotta be on our own. We gotta educate our own. You gotta see some kids out there. We can't just shake our head at them. Exactly. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. We gotta go to the side and educate them. You know what I'm saying? The best way and relate to them. And that's why I think that's that's what Pac did. That's what Nip did. That's what shit, Malcolm X did. You know what I'm saying? They, he related to the people that he was talking to. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just a different era. It's a different time. So it ain't the same Malcolm X era. It ain't the same Martin King era. It is a Nipsey era. It, it a is. Era. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, <clears throat> cool thing about Pac, he died, you know, banging thug life. That was his, that was his whole little, you know what I'm saying? Nip died trying to bring unity, trying to bring peace. You know what I'm saying? So it's a difference. Different. That's why you see the atmosphere a little different. That's why you can see Bloods and Crips. They ain't you know, blood Crips together that who ain't 40 years of trauma. Like if it, if it was a problem you know, before before Sunday, it would have been a problem. So after that, you know, he, he his death brought a lot of shit together. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta keep keep those programs informed, you know what I'm saying? Keep them in progress, keep them moving, keep that shit going. Because if we don't, we get lazy, we get weary, and say, oh, whatever, it's whatever, he gone, fuck it. Or if the RP stop, we gonna stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody that come that, t- that taught you something, if you ain't really taking what they taught you. Is what's good? What good is it? Thanks. So, <clears throat> like I said, I've been sharing clips. Like uh, like this one. Oh, I don't even know the name of the movie, but uh, he said, "Man, you know the small ones. You move up with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't keep them in the hood. You don't keep them in the ghetto to to become a leader to empower their people. No, nah, you can you move them up with us, making like they got some kind of sense of pride being with us. Making so that way they aliens to their people and they safe for us." And you look at the, you know what I'm saying, people living there. Man, I know people like that right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That as long as they with them people, they cool. They ain't, they ain't tripping. They ain't worried about the hood. Though. The mm-hmm. hood is this ghetto. It's raggedy. It's dirty. You know what I'm saying? They're not coming. You know, but you keep them in the hood, people that's really trying to empower the people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get a whole different world. But if you don't take them away from the hood, shit, you're going to. They gonna look like that nigga uppity. You know what I'm saying? So they gonna hate him. He gonna look down on them. But he's safe for the white folks, so he ain't doing no tripping. True. How you feel, right? What would you do if you was a crab in a bucket? See me, I'm a I'm a critical thinker, so I like to. In the midst of chaos, I'm not the type of person that's gonna sit back and observe and learn from mistakes. So, I mean, if I was in that, if I'm in that bucket, then I'm just gonna see what works and what doesn't work work from other people's actions and then try to come up with a solution and then I'm gonna get with like-minded people and you know build something to where we can get out of that you know bucket and then go back and show others how to change that mindset and how to get out of the bucket and I feel like um, it's a lot of generational um, crisis stuff that's going on. I feel like if you're 50, you should be mentoring somebody that's 40 or in their 40s. Yes. If you're 40, you should be mentoring somebody that's 30 yes. or in their 30s. And if you're 30, you know, 20, 20 in your teens and so on. You, right. you feel me? And there's a lot of people that don't want to go back or mentor younger people and show them, hey, this is what I what I what I've done and this is how you get out of that situation or whatever it is in that time or in that season of your life. So I think um, if we could collectively come together and, you know, just show people that, then that'll solve a lot of issues as well. So I agree. I definitely agree on that. Um, 
But we're going to take a short break and shout out our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. One of the best things you can do for your business is to create a brand presence for it. With ProDevers, you can partner together to create modern, scalable websites, creative logos, and beautiful graphics to establish your brand's tone of voice and mood. Contact ProDevers today for affordable web solutions at 469-229-7585 or visit ProDevers.com. Don't miss the opportunity to target your audience. First, thank you guys so much for listening to the Brimore Productions podcast to celebrate our victory of 230 podcast listeners. What we're going to do from here on out is have a keyword giveaway. So every week, you guys continue to listen, and you listen up for the keyword of the week. Okay, so the keyword of the week is black market. The keyword of the week is black market. Email this keyword to info at com to receive your prize. The prizes, the prizes ranges from, you know, free tickets, free meals, gift cards, free clothes, you name it. So make sure you tune in every single week to hear the keyword. Email that keyword to us and you might win. Peace. Okay, we are back. Thank you guys for listening to the Bring World Productions podcast. I am here with Black Market and we are talking about crabs in a bucket. I don't like that lingo. Me either. I don't, I don't like it either. Listen, I, cause I'm, I don't like. I don't like it either. I'm I don't from the like other it. side, but I rock with you know. You know I'm, I'm from that side. I don't like that. That's the why. Where did that even come from? Man, I, 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 on, let me look I really think it came came from one of my people. <laughs> it had to be. No, no, man. Like I don't even like using that. 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 But I understand. Yeah. We understand what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I know where so, it came from. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen it? Like, have you ever just watched it? Like, seen a lot happen, of crabs in the yeah, bucket. Like, it right. is, like it, yeah. They turn off like, limbs, slugs, like, yeah, all that shit. They crucial. Yeah. Like, it's it's like bad. I yeah. know trying to get out. I'm like, damn. They ain't got no, no clusters. But that's because they, somebody said on Facebook, because I, like I said, I, I, I posted about it. And I was like, do y'all have any statements or any questions about the crabs in the bucket mentality? And somebody said that um, it's not that natural habitat. Habitat, Like, they're not supposed to be in that bucket in the first place. So somebody put them in that bucket. They didn't put themselves in that bucket. Who would put themselves in the bucket, really? Honestly. So we already talked about the other side, like being inside that bucket. But do we need to tackle the motherfuckers that put us in the bucket? That come with adaptation, and that's with anything. That's, yeah, it steps that's, to that. Yeah, it's, that's with anything. So when the baby's born, you know, he ain't asked to be born, so now I got to adapt. It's about adaptation. So now a crab didn't ask to be in the bucket. Now we as African-Americans didn't ask to be transferred over here to another, you know what I'm saying, continent or where we're Stripped of everything. You and know. had learned to adapt. We just had to adapt. So I ain't tell my mom to move me to Pleasant Grove. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't asked her to do that. But shit, we have to adapt. And it's about adaptation. So you can spend your life in that bucket in the corner by yourself trying to figure out why I'm here. 
Uh, you can get with like-minded people to figure out what's the best route to get out. Have y'all ever seen the movie Shawshank? Yeah. Mm. yeah. You need to watch that movie. Yeah. So the movie is what's about Shawshank. Shawshank. The movie is about um, this guy named Andy going into prison and he's pretty much falsely accused of killing his wife. And his wife was cheating on him with some other dude that she met at the country club, but he didn't kill him. She, he didn't kill the wife or the, the dude. Come to find out, um, the person that killed him was like a like a random thief that was just robbing niggas like, for no reason. But instead of Andy confirming to the whole prison system, he actually elevated by getting close to the warden. And he ended up being like a the money manager or something like that. And, and he was like, um, not only did that become beneficial for him, but it became beneficial for his crew because they got free beer and they got special privileges. Um, and I love I love that movie. And I was young as fuck. Um, but I was I love that movie because he ended up escaping, but he never got caught. Because while he's in that in that situation, in that bucket, he's finding ways to escape and he also found a way to the point where when he do escape, they can't find him. So when Andy escaped, he um I think he was in there for like twenty something years. He was in there for a long time. But the entire time he was uh he was uh building a hole through the wall. You gotta watch. The hole he crawled through that hole. And he he crawled through the sewer. He he used he used the wall a rock to like get through the sewer. He crawled through shit for miles. And then on the other side, he ended up escaping. They couldn't find him. He got rid of his clothes and all this other stuff. It's brilliant. It's a very brilliant uh, film to the point that Andy had money on top of money because the the dude uh, trusted him so much that Andy had access to his accounts and he was putting money in a fake account. And with that fake account, when he uh, got released from prison. He cashed out. He went to the bank. He cashed out. All that money was his. So, so an innocent man didn't turn out to be a criminal at the end of the day anyway. <laughs> he ended up a criminal anyway. <laughs> he ended up a criminal anyway. But he was innocent the yeah, entire time. Yeah, and the yeah. entire time, the entire time he was there, he was elevating everybody around him. Yeah. Like he was telling them, he built the library. He uh, he got books to come into the prison. Um, he had opportunities for the prison uh, mates and everything. Like he really elevated that prison. Yeah. So with that whole crab in the bucket, I feel like that's the way to do it. Yeah. You know, like it might take time to escape, but in the meantime, between time, we need to find ways to elevate ourselves. So when we are out of this bucket, yeah, yeah. we know how to survive what's yeah. on the outside. I tell people all the time, my pops did 27 years in the penitentiary, right? So before he came home, like his, his way of thinking, maybe the last five years before he got out, was different. You know what I'm saying? It was like he was already free before he was. So he was able to already condition himself how he wanted to be when he got out of prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the same thing. Like we have to work. And then when he left, he left people with some hope. You know what I'm saying? Left people with some, with some skill, with some with some other, uh, you know, some other things that help them along their journey and help them make them escape too. You know what I'm saying? So I know a lot of people who's 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 free, who's still in prison. I know. I say yeah. that all the time. You know what? And I, I can relate to that because my father, my biological father, spent 14 years in prison. 
he got out when I was like 15, 16 or something like that. But instead of my daddy just being like a, just a regular person, just looking for a job, he actually found a job in a, it's, it's very limited in East Texas. Y'all know somebody said, yeah, <laughs> oh my God, it's so limited. There's limited jobs, but he found a job where he ended up becoming a manager and they was paying him like $25 an hour with his background. Like this is the same dude that was in prison for 14 uh, years. So crack, but they seen his work ethic. They seen his passion. And I look at other men around me and I'm like, bro, you don't have the same story he had, mm-hmm. but he was able to take that and use it to his advantage, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I feel like if you are in the bucket and if you are in a crowd, first of all, you need to know that it takes time to do anything. You know, you need to have patience with those around you, those like-minded people, because you don't have somebody on your team that's ready to shoot right now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, no, wait a minute. We need a plan. Sometimes the CEO. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, wait a minute, we need a plan. Because honestly, you don't know what's going on outside of that bucket. Like, for instance, I'm an entrepreneur, right? I can, I can, I can, like, uh, I can, I'm definitely, like, well-rounded when it comes to hood shit. Because that's where I come from. You a hood motherfucker. But when it comes to the business side, I'm lost at times. Because I wasn't taught any of this business shit. So I can, like, I feel like we can we can be great in buckets. Yeah, you the you the highest person, you the highest rank. But when it comes when it comes to get outside of that bucket, you like oh shit. Yeah. I'm, where do I go? Where, right, where, I'm where unfamiliar. You learn, where you learn most of your entrepreneurial like skill from? Experience. Mm-hmm. It's the, that's the same way. Uh, I use this man because when I first started working, I worked there for like three days and I quit, man. Walmart. Like anybody worked at Walmart know you gotta watch a fucking three hour video on Sam Walden. I ain't even know who the nigga was at first. He started Sam's first. Ah. And uh his his grocery store used to be outside. Uh so people used to come shop, get their vegetables and fruit outside. But what happened, his vegetables and fruit start busting in the sun. So they took Sam's and they made Walmart. Um man, the guy was a genius for that reason. But um that was trial and error. You know how many watermelons this man lost? Fruit right. this man lost? Vegetables this man lost? And he wondering, like, shit, why is my shit busting? What's the point? Because initially, I don't know it's the sun that's causing it to bust. So I'm asking, like, what kind of fruit are these? Where are they coming from? How they harvest? Did you crop them right? What's the problem? Why are they busting? Until I say, okay, I'm outside 24 hours a day with my fruit sitting here. So, like, you can go on Walmart right now. They got the fruit lined up. That was outside. When they first start shopping. So all the fruit going bad. All the vegetables going bad. What's the problem? Why is my stuff going bad? Okay, I'm outside. Let me build a building. So it was, it's, it's that trial and error. You got to mess up. When you when she, when Chevy put out their first car, that shit was messed up 37 times before they got it right. Right. So it's, it's that trial and error. Nobody Nobody's going to come out being the amazing leader that they are. When I look mm-hmm. back at... Uh, uh, Walt Disney, and I look back at Steve Jobs, they were both fired from their company. That's a multi-billion dollar company. And they got fired from some shit that they started. Mm. It's like me saying, hey, Ray, you know, we voted. 
you out of here, bro. But that hustler's mindset then allowed them to sit there. It's like, okay, I need to elevate what y'all doing. Y'all don't know my shit. That's like somebody coming in here and saying, Bree Moore, you out of here. I'm going to take over Bree Moore Production. They don't know your shit like you know it. They don't know the, the grassroots that you had to come from and what your foundation is. So eventually, okay, Bree Moore, I got to bring you back. I'm fucking up. They finna kick me out the little building. I ain't got the spot no more. I'm behind on the rent. I don't know how you paid that. I need you back. So it's always that trial and error situation, though. Is that is that like an, uh, another solution to help those that that's lost? They don't see the bigger picture. Let's say like a group of crabs get out of the bucket, and those crabs are still there. Like man, we ain't in like we used to without those crabs. Maybe we need to change our mindset. Yeah, mindset. I mean, that's that's the biggest problem we got. That is a that is a huge problem. I I honestly feel like um, some of it stems from slavery. Of course, it all. I think it all stems from slavery. And the thing is, like, we have to understand that when, when, when we say slavery, I think other races like feel like they're, you know. The fight was man. No, y'all was slaves too. Like y'all was slaves too. Like Native Americans, you know what I'm saying? African Americans were the only slaves. You had yeah. other slaves. Like y'all was slaves too. You have to understand that even in in Egypt, he had slaves. You know that's why Moses came to to set his people free. Slavery. Slavery wasn't just when the black people got shipped across the water. Slavery was going on in their own, you know, in the in the own region in that own area. So it's it's you're gonna always have people that have that mentality. That's why, like when I grew up, my grandmother used to work cleaning for some white people. Like I used to hate that shit. I used to go over their house and they used to, hey, Ori, you missed a spot. I'm like, my grand ain't no fucking slave. Like I used to purposely walk through the carpet with my feet after she vacuumed. Like, oh, no. she, she probably like, boys, get your ass out of here. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> because as a youngster, that would piss me off. Like I didn't want nobody telling my granny, yeah. like, shit, go forward that. And she, you know, she running to go through. I'm like, man, you got my granny fucked up. But I couldn't say that she did. But now I'm like, yeah, my granny fucked up. Like, I didn't understand that. I didn't, but the people that she worked for still had, although they were cool, hey, you know, they go smile, they go feed you, mm. but they still have that mentality because if not, why you need a maid? Why you can't make your own shit up? Right. Why you can't fold your... I saw a post that you posted that said that Johnny loves to clean his room up. Like, that's dope to me because a lot of African-American boys don't do that. Should we get up, throw our pants in the room and have shit. our mama That's like the biggest turn off for me. I'm sorry. But the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> you raising the king. Yes. So it's only right that you're preparing him the right way. And his mindset is gonna carry him a long way. Now he'll get a woman that might have a problem with that. Johnny, don't why you why you uh why your house so clean? Like believe it or not, yeah, like we had people come over. Hey man, like, you, you'd be surprised yeah. 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 You'd be surprised. Yeah. 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 Y'all can't cook. Why y'all apartment so clean? I'm That's looking at Ray like there. I'm like, what the fuck? Is it supposed to be dead? They walk in like I'm like, uh <laughs> Yeah. See, that's what I hate. Like, that's one of my biggest turnoffs is like a dirty ass house. Man. I don't care if you man or woman. Like, I feel like as an adult, you should clean your shit up. That's like a huge turnoff. But you made a valid point. You said something in regards to I was thinking about it. What did you say? You said a lot of stuff. Uh, I can't think right now. But you said something. 
Anyways, let's move forward. <laughs> I forgot. You said something that was like really, really important. You said you was raising a king. No, no, no. Uh, Before that. Right. Try to help out. Right. <laughs> What you said before you start talking about your granny? Can you remember that back? Slavery. Slavery. Like we were all slaves? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the founding fathers of the United States of America came over here because they wanted freedom of religion. Facts. So I, I like the point that you said that we are... Everybody was eventually like a slave and once upon a time. And I feel like those founding fathers, y'all came over here for, for freedom. They didn't want to go to church every <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday. Tuesday, Thursday, Bible <laughs> study. And most importantly, they probably didn't even want to worship the king. Right, right, right. So they, they decided to escape that. <laughs> And come to the United States of America. And then they built the country off of that. Freedom of religion. Freedom of what? All the other crazy stuff they they believe in. So that is true. Like, even though, like, even though other people probably haven't, like, dealt with what African Americans have dealt with. But that is a valid point. They experience some type of of trauma, too. Exactly. You yeah, done been a slave. Not even now. We not in bondage, but I feel like man, we are. Man, I mind. feel like we are slaves to consumerism. That's ads everywhere. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Or get on Instagram. Get on Facebook. That's to me. That's slavery. Cause now you feel like shit. I can't even go a day without posting. Program. You got to. So and that's what the people want you to believe, or you you to believe to be successful. Like you know, you if you're a rapper or a singer and you go to a label. First thing they're gonna say is what your social media look like, not what your channel shit. look like. Right. Not can you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, make a dope ass record or a dope ass album, but what your social media look like. Mm-hmm. I get it, it's for numbers. You wanna always have, you know, if I book Bree Moore, can she can she sell out an arena? That's 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 the, the end game. That's the thing that they wanna know at the end of the day. If I book her, can I get my money back? Right. When it should be, you know, talent. One thing I liked about Nip is shit. He did it his way. Like, if you watch the funeral, they had Frank Sinatra playing for a reason. I did it. I did this shit my way. Like, I ain't, didn't nobody tell me what to do. He owned 100% of his royalties, like, now, like, out the game. Thought I had it wrong. Man, niggas thought I had it wrong. Now they, now they know I got it right. Like, that shit was a true statement. Like, to see what he did in that short amount of time. To us, it was a short amount of time. But to him, that shit was a lifetime. Yeah. But to see what he did, not only for the culture, not only for hip hop, not only for his community, not only for his city and state, but the, the people that he harvests all around the world, man. Like, it was crazy. It was some Arabics that posted, hey, you know, if I see so, such and such, he did. Like, I laughed at it, but I'm like, shit, you know, you got people that really love this guy. You got people that really love this man and what he stood for. So, you know, it's you know, you always have that, man. I feel like, um, <laughs> To be honest, I feel like the best way is your way because God gave you that vision. Right. He didn't give it to no one else. And like Nipsey's uh, business partner said, he not only, um, um, you know, did his thing or whatever he did in that in that parking, in that um, shopping center, but it took them 16 years to own it. Right. 
a lot of people get frustrated after one year. After <laughs> like, you know what? After 16 after days. Right? Yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah. I ain't making no money. Yeah. I'm fed yeah. up with this shit. And it's like, no, like, it goes back to the patience that What's you need. Goal? Most restaurants yeah. don't see no profit until after five years. That's how I feel. Like honestly, like with Bremore Productions, it's it's like every year I try my best to elevate as much as possible. And we see it though. And right, and it's like you know I try to keep those around me. Number one, I don't ask how many followers you have. Like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Because right. at the end of the day, I don't work with people that had a whole bunch of followers and they didn't bring shit to the table. Right. But the flicks. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the flicks. Yeah. I, I, I'm worrying flicks about the... Don't bring no check. Right. <laughs> the work ethic. Yeah. Because you need to know how to connect to these people. You need to know how to relate to these people. You need to know how to talk to these people. Yeah. Right. So if you all about social media, and a lot of people, I think it's crazy. They don't even know how to have real conversations in person no uh, more. They don't. They like don't. that's that's stupid, crazy to you me. Can't talk with an emoji. They can't. You can't right. talk to them. I think it's the fear of of not being able to to coincide with a person, or it's the fear of uh, I don't want to say commitment. I want to say it's the fear of I don't want to use a, the, the wrong word. Uh, we we fear engaging with a person. We fear conflict. So a lot of people, like 95 percent, and these are facts. Like ninety five percent of humans fear conflict. So no matter if it's physical, verbal, they fear conflict. They fear the if I tell Bree more this, what she gonna say back? They fear that aspect of it. So. To me, that hinders a lot of growth. That hinders a lot of communication because when you can just, these are my brothers. So if any one of us got something to say, we're going to say it. Now, you know, somebody might take it wrong and shit, we'll give you, be all right. It's okay, but the point was given. Right. The point was made and it was for the better of what we got going. I know at the end of the day that now one of these brothers will ever steer nothing in the wrong way. So if they come to me and I say something and they disagree with it, then shit, I might be upset for about three, four minutes. But at the end of the day, shit, I know it's going in the right way. Yeah. I can't take what they're saying and say, well, fuck Mike, I'm still going this way. Yeah. Nah. So if, if that's the case, what what what, is, what are you in place for? What am I in place for? Right? Mm-hmm. So we have to, you know, humble ourselves sometimes when it comes mm-hmm. to that crab in the bucket mentality. You got to humble yourself because you got to always understand that it's always a crab mm-hmm. that's sitting back like like Ray said, watching. That's the one you want to watch because he's seeing something that, that ain't nobody else seeing. Yeah. So you so busy trying to climb, climb up the next person back, he's sitting over there like, yeah, you put a slide right on back down like that fourth person just did. Yeah. So you got to always watch the person that's watching. Yeah. And to your point, <clears throat> they, can't, they can't engage in the real conversation face-to-face because it's easy to, you know, spell check, backspace, think about what you're going right. to type, think about what you're going to write. It, off the cuff, they may not have the same intelligence they have on this on that damn uh, social right. media. You know what I'm saying? Right. That Facebook post might have been stolen from somebody else. They don't even know how to communicate for real, for real, because they, they don't, don't do it on a regular basis. If it's on the phone or on a the computer, they don't know how to communicate. You know what I'm saying? So social media has made people a lot of really antisocial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> really, really, really. Right. Yeah, that you, is you can true. see somebody around you like you know if I see, if I see you and I know that's you. Yeah, I see your like, Facebook hey, what's Instagram. Up? Like, what's happening? And then they be like, ah. 
But right now you're good. Yeah. It's the mentality. There you go. They, they crap the See, I just had this conversation with my mom because last week it was like I was just spending money at the ass. And I was like, bruh, every time I try to save up some little cho-cho, <laughs> I end up spending it. But... Extra churros, huh? And then I was like, well, wait, wait a minute. That means my hustle game is up there yeah. because I'm literally an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I don't have that, you know, that nine to five. I can yeah. sit down, you know, bank a computer, go home. Like I'm literally hustling out. And I, I just looked at the bigger picture like, bruh, you blessed. Mm-hmm. That you was able to fish out so much money during this week, and you on your own. You on your own. So, like, you gotta look at it like this: like, if a if an eagle is born and nobody tell an eagle he an eagle, and they just tell him, you know, jump off the nest. What you think he gonna do? Natural reaction. I don't think he will fly. Do you think? What? You don't think natural reaction will tell him? You know. I mean, if he have, I mean, I don't know. I'm not so, an eagle. <laughs> so you, know, you have to compare yourself to that though, right? Like if you jump out of a plane with a parachute on, your natural reaction is to do what? Use the parachute. Right. So sometimes you gotta take that and, and mm-hmm. just jump. You're born like, with shit, you were you were blessed, you jumped. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people won't jump. Like right. a lot of people are still in that job, that nine to five, mm-hmm. because I got this parachute on. I'm pulling the bitch in my chair. I ain't even gonna wait till I jump. <laughs> <laughs> I Courage to say, nah, I'm finna do this shit full time. And if it fails, then I can say, shit, I fail with success. A lot of people won't give themselves that opportunity. So, applause to you, man, in, in, in your office. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I see you got some nice giant ranches up there. Nice. Oh, oh my God. You, you yeah, trying, she said, that. them niggas is coming over there. <laughs> <laughs> put this on top. Put my candy <laughs> put my <laughs> Those <laughs> niggas don't look up. Well, well, I see I got some futuristic niggas in here who always looking around some shit. <laughs> my granny that. always had a candy bowl. Oh, yeah, mine too. Mine too. <laughs> they had a good candy in that mine. Right? They, they had the sweet tarts, though. They had the little right. sweet tarts. They, they had peppermint. Yeah, see, my granny always had a good candy. I hate butterscotch. That shit is so good. Oh, my God. Why they even produce that shit? That was church candy. Anyways, we about to wrap this up. Um, would you guys like to shout out? Do y'all have any events or how people can follow and websites? What's up? Yeah, man. Yeah, so we are rebranding hey. right now. So May 1st, be on the lookout for the the, the website, pretty much the the market. The market, man. It's going down man we just focusing on rebranding and just getting it getting everything back and revamped yeah. so yeah see us out in the community a little a lot more um you know of course starting to talk about this music man but we just really want to build you know relationships with the community as well because it takes it takes a strength in numbers and we just want to help the best way possible sure. so so man um the market man like they said the revamp the rebrand uh, I think I jumped the gun a little bit. 
Uh, one day I had to go ahead and unbrand the rebrand real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What no, you do? You always yeah. up to something. I, I did, man. <laughs> Damn, I did, man. I said shit. You know, one of my brothers was like, God damn it. Put the little laundry with the hand on the thing. I said, Pop, let me go ahead and take the shit down. But uh, rebrand and revamp, man. I'm just, I'm proud of everybody that's in here. Of course, we couldn't bring everybody from Bank Market. It's like 25 of you yeah, niggas. Y'all yeah. deep like oh, death no. row. <laughs> oh, no, man. Uh, music, we got Free La B coming out. Um, I, I just got with Mike yesterday, so a lot of people don't know. I, don't, I think Ray finna find out right now, but I want to eventually do. Um, a ceremony for Nip here, uh dedication show. So um Oh that's what's up. Yeah, we're gonna do a little dedication show here, man, and just try to give back to the community. Me and Ray was born in, uh that Mike uh was adopted into. Mm-hmm. Uh give back to it and not just that section, man, give back everywhere. I think a lot of people are waiting on a person to come out in the music environment and just in an entertainment environment and take over. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I, th- I definitely feel like it's needed in Dallas, yeah. honestly. Um, I, I really feel like um, we are on our way up yeah. because there's so many dope people here right. and uh, we all doing dope things. And I feel like if we unite, like even though Atlanta be on a lot of bullshit with the love and hip hop and the reality shows, but at the same time, they get money together. They try and pacify. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got all these images. You know what I'm saying? Of, that, that, that it takes us to the world, but ain't never the images that we really, really want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because that part of it is born. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The building your community, the all that, you know what I'm saying? That part is born. But the drama, the who's fucking who, the this, that, and the other, that's excitement. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, <clears throat> we create something else, you know what I'm saying? Do something else dope, but that's going to that's gonna live. You know what I'm saying? That's going to thrive because people love drama. People love to be entertained. I understand it. Um, so, but, we, but at the same time, we gotta have you gotta have the in with the yang. You feel me? Gotta I, I agree. Because, like I said before, like a lot of people didn't know about Nipsey until he passed away. Like the the good doings yeah. that he was doing. People, people have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, this is boring. Yeah, Who you fucking? You know, like yeah. oh, you fucking Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. It's like, bro. Yeah. But look at all the other things that, that I'm happened. doing, though. Yeah, sure. So. Thank y'all so much for coming out. Appreciate you. I really appreciate it. Um, if y'all have any questions, or y'all, if y'all would like to leave any statements regarding the crabs in the bucket situation, all you have to do is go to the breemore.com slash podcast, post your, your questions. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Breemore Productions. Do y'all have Instagram? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of y'all. It's a whole lot of us. Just follow these two right now. Official, <laughs> official star underscore K and then Ray LaFleur. Are R-A-L-A. y'all going to do the summer um, jam again? No. <laughs> Damn. Hey, we're, doing, we're, doing, <laughs> man. we're doing a dedication <laughs> tour. Yeah, we're doing a dedication tour. Man. We're doing a dedication. I'm not going to say tour, but we're doing a dedication show, man. We ain't doing no more summer jams. Why? Long story. I think it was super dope. It was, yeah, it was super lit. dope. I had a good time. I mean, it won't be called the summer jam, but we'll do something in that in that in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you, okay. know, you know how we do. Star King and Homies is still still going on on and active. Yeah. Uh, next one will be coming real soon. Hosted by Bree Moore. <clears throat> and yeah, Uncle Jojo. Oh yeah, that'll be dope. Yeah. Oh, that's for you. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy in one room. Just off the top. Yeah.
Okay, so I will put the information um, about Black Market if you want to learn more about them in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Peace.